Current Podcast. Current Podcast. Current Podcast. Find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Now you get to see what it takes to create something for y'all to listen to and watch. I hope y'all appreciate it. Let's get it. How did we um get into it? How did you get into like fitness as far as like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the platform of, of fitness <sighs> to to take it to where you wanna get to, bro? Man, shit, to be honest with you, bro, I've, I've always like had uh this little goal with fitness. I was married at one point. Oh shit. And uh that shit didn't work out. <laughs> How that long shit, were you married for? I bro? was married for five years, bro. I was married for five years. I was with her for like close to eight. Oh shit! But um, shit after after I'd had the little divorce, it took me a while to like figure out what I wanted to do. I'm a certified plumber by okay. trade and stuff like that. But I was doing that because I was trying to support my family and stuff like that. Right. I don't have kids, so which I, I kind of escaped the the marriage with that. But the fitness, it just it was a a, a let out for me, bro. It's like, like an escape. Escape. Like I promise you, when I was. I'm like 175 right so now. So for your mental, basically. Mental, bro. It was all mental. I wasn't. How long ago was this divorce? This was like divorce 2019 when I started. Right before so, COVID. So right. Wow. <laughs> so that's why I was doing all that traveling, bro. Yeah. So it was like, I, I had, I, I was living out. I'm from the San Fernando Valley. That's why my name is Valley Muscle. Let's go. I'm from right, Pacoima, right. the heart of Pacoima hey, and shit go. like that. But I, I was married, living in Compton and shit like that. I ended up moving back to Lancaster with my parents and shit like that, trying to get my head straight. Right. Bro, when I tell you, I would be in my room just like all day. I'd be good all day until I got home. And then because, you're by yourself. And by myself. And, and everything is just dawning in. on yeah. me. And I'm like, bro, what what am I doing? Why you don't want to eat. You don't want to. <laughs> I was yeah. sick. It's crazy. Man. Damn, I'm getting moved by what you're saying because I feel like as I got, I got, I'm married. And I'm married and I feel like that sometimes, bro. Like where I've come home. Like that's why I've told my wife sometimes, like I hate coming home and you're not home. And the kids is not home. And because it's like, it's like this thing where everything comes out at once and yeah. you're in your own solitude and nobody's there. And you just, sometimes you get to break down or sometimes you just be like, like, damn, it's like I'm really a father of three and like I'm really got a business and this is all my responsibility. If I fuck up, this shit all goes down. Man, like, you know what I mean? Like, man. like it's like that type of pressure that men sometimes we, they tell us like you got to take down the chin and keep it pushing. Like you Real can't shit. really fucking cry about it. You can't fucking whine about it. You just got to keep pushing. And that's, and that's one thing I can say, bro. Like I didn't, I didn't need nobody to help me go through what I was going through. But like psychologically, I wasn't, I'm not no person that's ever thought about suicide because that's, that's a coward way of, you know, I'm thinking. But I was, I was emotionally, physically distressed, bro. Like I remember going out to dinner with one of my friends, a female friend, nothing like just a platonic friendship, like somebody I grew up with. And I remember like grabbing me, like, bro, what the fuck? Like, where's the old Deontay at? Like, oh, you feel me? That's my name and shit. Right. So you had lost your muscle. Yeah, I lost everything, okay. bro. I'm, I was like maybe 169. And this is because you weren't working out and you I was weren't just, eating? I was just emotionally gone. I okay. wasn't eating, bro. I was, you know, partying and doing shit that right, I was, right, probably right. wasn't supposed to be doing and stuff like that. And, when I tell you she grabbed me, I had been hearing this shit for like maybe months before. So people were warning you, but yeah. you just hadn't realized I, bro, I'm going home, looking in the mirror, I can move my chest. I'm like, in, in the back of my mind, like, it's just me being confident. That, cause that's, mm. But I know that shit's gone. Like, right, so, so you were seeing yourself with the previous Yes, and I'm looking at myself, yeah. I can still move my chest. I, they, fuck out of here. I still had the little, but I'm skinny as fuck, but I still looked cut. You get what I'm right, saying? Right, I'm just right. skinny as fuck. So I, it didn't, it didn't look wrong to me, 
But when she started grabbing me and my friend damn near almost cried, bro, at dinner, like, bro. She, Were you almost bones? Like, like, I wouldn't even say bones, but I can watch. Let me see if I can pull up a mm. picture real quick. I got a, I got a video on my phone, bro, that I show everybody. Is it that just goes to show how much, like, you know, when when a man invests into something like a marriage or a woman, and then that shit don't work out. It's tough. Sometimes it's something that, like, it's like, Idiot. it's like a part of you dying. You know what I'm saying? So like, peep this, bro. <laughs> Can you show that to the camera? That's me. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. me. I feel that's that. Me. I had lost so much fucking weight, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm like so. What? That's you probably at one thirty then. One thirty five. One forty six. One forty six. Okay. Okay. That's a trip, bro. I, and this is August. Look at the date. August. August fifteenth, two thousand twenty. Oh, I went through something very three years. I went through something very similar, bro. I wasn't married with her, but I was engaged, and then it just all fell apart. So, bro, I didn't eat for like eight days. And I, I lost like fucking 40 pounds, bro. So I'm telling you, like... That shit was crazy. So I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was mentally gone, bro. Straight and up. she ended up like making me snap back into two. Like, I just remember coming home and did the same thing I did every time, bro. Looked in the mirror, like... And this time it hit me, like... I'm rubbing my chest and shit like, bro, it's really gone. Right. And now I realize, bro, I've been lying to myself this whole fucking time. Right. So, it's so like, now the perception shattered. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like, whoa. So it took, it still took me a little minute to like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. But I'm like, you know what I know? Cause I've always been into lifting weights. I graduated from USC. I didn't play football or anything like that. I just got my bachelor's and stuff like that in business and marketing. Fire. And, um, so I end up uh, Fight on my boy Yes yeah, you already know <laughs> So I end up just uh, Figuring out like You know what I gotta get, get back in the gym Cause I knew it was A let out for me Like right. mentally You know what I'm saying That was always something That I used to like Let myself get back Into right. who I am So I remember The exact date bro It was February 20 2020 When I got my Crunch membership At Lancaster bro And from there It was like I just Lost myself In the gym I didn't, when I came home, I was spending so much fucking time at the gym. I didn't have time to think about what I was dealing with because I was like going to sleep. It was, I would wake up, go to the gym at like eight, nine o'clock, be there for four or five hours, maybe longer than that. And then I'd go back and like, just to kind of avoid like not everything that I'm going through. Exactly. Because I don't have a job at the time. This is my EDD and all the the crazy shits popping off. So I was on unemployment at the time. You know what I'm saying? And when I tell you, I would go back to the gym late at night and I would do, so in the morning I would do only cardio. This is why I was like killing myself, bro. I wasn't eating right. I was just mentally like just going to the gym. I wasn't eating anything like that. I hadn't really figured out what I was supposed to be eating and stuff like that. And uh, so I'm going to the gym every day doing the ab workout early in the morning, stuff like that. And then I come back, whatever my workout was for that night. I'd end up doing the workout all weights and stuff like that. By the time I get done working out, I'd leave and go to In-N-Out because that's like the only thing open out that way and end up ending my night. But like I said, by the time I get home, it's like one o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So now it's going. So then you're this, also getting poor sleep. Exactly, at the same exactly, time. bro. So, yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. so the workout like, is kind of pointless in a sense, bro, because you're getting poor sleep and mm-hmm. poor nutrition. And then it was like, so yeah. after a while. I started like taking off. I got a little buzz because I was like doing crazy shit in the gym. <laughs> I remember, you know, you guys remember the little, the crate challenge? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would stack up like uh, 
the dumbbells, like from one to two, mm-hmm. three, all the way up to like maybe four or five. And I would pistol squat all the way across when oh. crunch was like at nighttime when there's the workers ain't really yeah, paying attention. Yeah, they're not even there. Yeah. <laughs> like they ain't even paying it's attention. It's usually just one worker in the front and he probably just goes to the office. Yep. So yeah. I started going viral in a little town like that and shit like that. And people really wanted me to do the little men's physique challenge and stuff like that. But I'm not really into that, bro. Right, I like right. just work out, you know what I'm saying? But I remember because I wasn't even like, I remember like even before I started posting these videos, the reason I started posting the videos is because of the people like that I was surrounded by, like mm-hmm. telling me, bro, your body's this and I'm still fucking scrawny and skinny. Right, right, right. I remember like, it's like you, you kind of, you don't feel like you're making progress, but then people see it around you. And, and it's like, like oh, bro, shit. God, bro. It's like everybody started to see it. And I remember like. I started training my little cousin who was going to Alamany at the time with some of his friends. I've trained like literally 25 athletes that are in D1 colleges right now, speed and agility. Right, and uh, this is before I became a high school coach. And you weren't even, were you a football player in high school? Mm-hmm. I played oh. for Arlita High School. In, oh, in fire. So, but you didn't go to USC as a... As, as a, nope. So no. you just, whatever you learned in high school. I played, uh, played football at, in college at uh, ABC in Lancaster, but, but I ended up transferring to USC after. Gotcha. And then you just quit football after that? Yep. Damn, so you've had a, a journey, bro, like that fitness has always been involved in some way, shape, or form until this, like it just saved your life when you needed it to. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, bro, I really tell people that all the time. It like, sounds like you were in a dark-ass place at that moment. Like, the darkest no place. No job, everything had fallen apart dark, The darkest place I probably, probably will ever be in because I would never let myself go there again, bro. Like, I'm one of them people, I like I fell in love with somebody and... This is like the first time I really like fell in love, love. Like I didn't never say I was gonna get married or anything like that. It just right. happened. But, like uh, you, felt, you felt like it was the one, and then like yeah. shit went down. And you're like shit went I down, bro. Like- so it just fucked my head up, and I was trying to get this shit back for a long time. Mm-hmm. So then I, when I finally just said fuck it, I started traveling and doing all types of shit because all of my friends. So that were I went you to also trying with, to make it work, also? Or I was, was it- trying to make it work for a while, but after after I see, I remember after okay Christmas. <laughs> After Christmas, I want to say I spent like maybe close to fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars on some gifts and shit for her. to make something like like to, like you for me because she yeah. had been doing shit for me like over the years like right, stupid. Right. So I was like maybe let me let me up it real quick and try to see if that works. <clears throat> I didn't really care about what I was getting because I knew I was gonna get some socks and some drawers or right, some shit right, like right. just the basic. <laughs> like so we, we was, always get we, we, we was you for me we was feuding so I wasn't really tripping. But when I tell you like at this time I was like. Going back to Michigan to do some shit out there with my cousins, and um, she had, we were talking on the phone and shit, and I remember her telling me like, uh, I just want to let you know all the stuff that you got me for Christmas, blah 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 blah. It doesn't, it doesn't need, it does, yeah, it doesn't. Oh, it's, no. And I flipped that's, because I want. That's I, the worst one. Bro, when, I been, when I tell you, I've been hearing this shit for the longest. I and I like as a man, we don't give a fuck because mm-hmm. if we want you back, I'm gonna keep doing what I want exactly. to do. So like, like just exactly, you ain't gotta keep telling me this shit. Just let me do what the fuck I'm gonna do. And if that's how you feel, then let me be the dumbass nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> just on some real shit. Like let me <laughs> let me be the dumbass nigga. But when I tell you, bro, I'm in the hotel room and I just flip. I'm mean, like, bro, bitch, you got me fun. I, I don't really. I never disrespected her like that. And when I tell you, bro, I went off calling her all, oh, man, fuck you. When I tell you, don't call me and ask me, you need money for your car note, the wow. rent, this, this and that. It's over. I'm done. Like, you you can say it's over, but I'm telling you, don't call me and ask me for shit. Right. I'm telling you, I'm done. Hung up. When I tell you, it took her like literally 
It took her a good month and a half, two months to realize that I was really. You were already done. That phone call <laughs> she started man. calling me all types of shit, and I wasn't. I wasn't really having it, bro. Like at that time, I was like really fucking with somebody that I like met in Michigan, like some just like some little friendship shit. Right, right, right. So I wasn't really giving a fuck about you know what I'm saying. You had something to distract your mind with at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I didn't really give a fuck. So, But at the same time, you hadn't felt the full weight of your emotions and mm-hmm. processed their property until later on. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, bro, I ain't going to lie. That's. So what made, made you like want to train people? Or was it just people asking you? No, nah, I wasn't even at it. Start. I got like I said, I got into it with my cousins and stuff. So I started mm-hmm. doing the speed and agility shit with them, and then it just turned into me actually training them in the weight room too. Mm-hmm. On top of it, and then, so they came to you for advice, mm-hmm. and then you started training them. Yeah, but I've been knowing these same group of kids since I was like younger because mm-hmm. I trained them and they were in pop when I was a high school. I was a pop winner football coach right out of high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like right. doing so stuff. So since you're older than them, they were basically going to you because you have that experience. And I already. was like, I've always been like a big brother to the youth. So mm-hmm. that's why I just okay. said when I first walked in, like when I blow, it will be because of these kids, bro. Right. Like I got my little homie J rock number 19 at USC right now. Fire. True freshman. One of the, only true freshmen that ever touched the field. This year, I think he's think he's a junior this year, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was a junior. Jesus, sophomore or junior this year, but he's been there two or three years. But the little dude is a dog. Is a dog. My little cousin is at Grambling State. He's a dog. And I, I, I can tell you a thing, a little thing about him. So this this kid, my little cousin is Floyd Chalk, right? These stats that I'm about to give you are unheard of. <laughs> and you can quote me on these. You can quote me on these. Look his name up. His name is Floyd Chalk from Alamany, number three. So in three games his senior year in the playoffs, he rushed for 833 yards exact. Whoa. And I think it was 14 touchdowns. Damn. In three games. In three games. And I can tell you it was against Orange Lutheran. It was against Inglewood High School. And against Shamanad. Shamanad first, Inglewood, and then they lost against Orange Lutheran. Well, fuck, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Bro was a yeah. dog, and he could have went to any other any other school, but he had, you know, his little knucklehead self end up fucking up with his grades and shit. So right, right, right. he ended up going to a little HBCU, but his head coach is uh, Hugh Jackson. I don't know if you guys are familiar right, right. with the yeah, NFL, yeah. but he's mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame NFL mm-hmm. coach and shit. So yeah. he's in the right, right, the right, right spot. He can put him in the right situation. With so get him that. a better, better people around him. And they say this is supposed to be his year out there, like with the HBCU right, buzz. Right, like right. I don't know if you know what no, that yeah, is. Okay, yeah. so like yeah. his, he's one of the top running backs right now out there in the rankings because as a freshman, he scored, I think he scored like one or two touchdowns in a bowl game as a freshman. So that's fire. It's bro. pretty, pretty dope. Man, and these kids is getting paid now too because of these like uh, the endorsements, the endorsements and all that now. The NIL mm-hmm. deals, yeah. And it was funny. I was just talking with somebody about that today at, at Zoo Culture. Uh, they need to get Reggie Bush his. Uh, hold on, can I take yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What's up, big dog? You here? Yeah, brother. All right, all right. My brother's gonna go get him right now. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, we're talking, talking about that. They need to give Reggie Bush his Heisman back. Back. I don't know if sure. any of you guys have yeah, saw that uh that new 
Netflix series with Baker Mayfield and how he's him and his best friend are admitting. Oh, no, 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 not Baker Mayfield. But no, uh, Johnny oh, Manziel. Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Yes, my bad, my bad. Fuck, I'm tripping. Johnny Manziel. Nah, Johnny that's, Manziel. A, that's a dope ass untold documentary right but there. But that's how like they that's signatures and and they're not. This but they're not, admitting hey. admitting to all of this, right? And they still ain't giving Reggie Bush his for what. It's just politics, bro. That's the sad thing about about the NFL, the NCAA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you watch it? I seen clips of it, but I know what talking about. Bro, that's a dope ass documentary right there. You guys gotta watch. You want to know why he? And it's funny because I was talking to somebody like, like why? Why did they accept what he? Because you know they had to come up with this story about his family being wealthy and all this about that oil money. You want to know why it was more believable coming from a kid like that? He's white. Because he was white. A black a black kid can't take a black kid can can't do oh, that. <laughs> black kid can't do that unless you like Michael. And that's the same. That's the same. Like and that. that's the reason why it was taken. And like they talked about it, right. but it wasn't a big deal. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because nah, the man. privilege. It's yeah. the privilege. The, the privilege. The day. That's a, that's the world we living in. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a trip to see that. They got to make a 30 for 30 for that Reggie Bush Heisman. Those years yeah. when he won that shit. That like that you US. can't take you can't take something away that he won with his talent, bro. Yeah, straight up, man. You like that's that's untakeable, bro. Yeah. I don't I, I can't believe he that. He did some wild shit. He went from one side of the sideline to the other side of the sideline and then would just go straight mm-hmm. to the end zone. That shit would be so crazy, bro. <laughs> bro was electrifying. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> bro was the most exciting football player I've ever watched in college, like ever. Yeah. Ever, bro. I mean, during that time everybody was watching USC. For real. Yeah. yeah. Matt Liner, Matt Liner, they had Matt Mark Liner, and Lindell White, uh, Dwayne Jarrett. It's a receiver. trip too because after that, like USC just kind of went downhill because of that whole well, they thing. Took all their scandal, um, yeah. their scholarships. All the scholarships. Mm-hmm. They're just getting back to right now. With, they had a few of Caleb them Williams over the years, them. like Brian Cushing. Uh, what's the dude that played for the the, the fifty two that played for the Green Bay Packers? Uh, what the f- uh, Clay Matthews? Yeah. Oh yes, Clay yes, Matthews. Yes, 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 they had yes, another yes. dude. Uh, who was his name? What was his name? He played for. They were drafted by the the Bengals. Number two, that one guy, that one guy, <laughs> that one guy. It's gonna come to me. I can't remember his name right now. But man, but man. yeah, we we. What about Hoopers? You got any Hoopers in your in your in your in, entourage? In my entourage, your, nah, I wouldn't say. Or like, your list of, of of future greats or like athletes that you've trained that you're like, yo, this Hooper, he could. No, I wouldn't strictly say strictly football right just now. Strictly football right Long now. We gotta, great some, iron. we gotta get some football, some basketball players with my hey man. Boy, let Valley, me know. Valley let Muscle. me know. I definitely, uh, I definitely love to fuck with y'all, man. Agility, come, man. Come, come, come let me help you, man. I, I got hops too. I'm only five eight, but I got a thirty five and a half inch vertical. Sheesh. I was so. gonna say though that, like, in 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 the trainer perspective, though, you just you would have to just adjust the regimen or whatever you do if for whatever athlete it would be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Did you go to training school or anything? Like, I did. But I did everything online. Oh snap! Yeah. So you did that during COVID, or during, was this during the process of you also like during being COVID? In that dark. I started. I tried to try to find myself as far as like what I wanted to do when I was coming out of the darkness and stuff like that. I told myself I have to find something that I love to do. And like, you already were doing what you love. I, yeah, I was already. I was, yeah, out. I was already working out, but I was. I had to like. You had to realize. I had to realize it. this is my purpose in a mm-hmm. sense. But when I found out the kids gave me my purpose. And when, when did uh, my bad to cut you off real quick? When did the creating content side of it come into shit? When all the people in the gym started like. Once though that crate challenge and that that whole thing that you so said, so basically right? the people are the ones that have given you. The that ideas. was like I ain't gonna like. There was people like more say to giving me these challenges, bro. Mm. I still to this day have people sending me shit, but it's some guy. 
I can't remember his name, like some some black dude on Instagram, bro, that be lifting up fucking couches. I know you guys yeah, have saw yeah, his yeah. shit. He's gone viral. They be sending me his shit. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm not about to kill. Because first of all, <laughs> shout out to my mans because he has a hell of a team. Whoever is helping him set up them little contraptments yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, right. you have a hell of a team, bro. And I, I don't have that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, And I'm still not attempting it. But every time I see his post, I'm like, this motherfucker <laughs> break his back. <laughs> like, I, 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 I remember when they said he training for like the the end game for the Avengers <laughs> like, he definitely is bro like Thanos this shit was there, crazy man. but nah man it was I, I guess when I got into the content I really didn't know what I was doing at first I really didn't know what the fuck I was doing bro like as you were far, just doing videos just I was just making it, videos okay. bro cause like I didn't like it's just something new to me bro like right. you know what I'm saying like don't know how to work this camera my iPhone at, at the point like I have a camera now but I didn't know how to work my iPhone what to do how to angles and how to trick and perception and what the people want to see and stuff right. like that so I started like uh looking at other influencers and shit like that and uh I would literally copy literally some of the same shit they were doing just but do it, was, it your way yeah not yeah. a hell no I was doing it exactly doing it the same <laughs> fucking way <laughs> <project. laughs> like, doing it the same yeah, fucking like, way the but, insights but and the life are already was, working but that shit was stupid bro mm -hmm. because I remember like okay I'm gonna shout out my boy Willie Beeman he, he a rapper he's a local rapper you feel me uh my boy Willie I remember uh I was at his house we chilling or whatever taking a few drinks was drinking on some Hennessy, and he grabbed my phone. I'm like, hey, let me see your, let me see your phone, bro. I'm like, what's up, bro? He grabbed my phone. Let me see Instagram real quick. Went through with my Instagram. He starts showing me all my all my videos, right. the ones that I had on there. Like, you see these? I'm like, yeah. What about them? He's like, all right. He went to the search bar. He started searching like four or five other people. He's searching the same things as he sees on my shit. Mm -hmm. He like, you see anything different? I really didn't know what the fuck he was getting at. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, bro, you're doing the same exact shit that these people are doing, and they have blue checks. You don't. <laughs> they could steal your idea and blow up. You can't steal their idea and think you're about to go viral with it. Do you get that? Like, And as dumb as he was dumbing me down, mm -hmm. I kind of needed that. I've never been a person that takes constructive criticism the wrong way. Like, You know what I'm saying? I can take it my own way mm -hmm. and try to like build off of it. Well, you've been part of a team, so yeah. you, you've been used to taking been, that exactly, criticism bro. in order to grow from it. When mm -hmm. I tell you I went home <laughs> after chilling with him and I deleted everything off my Instagram, except for the pictures, everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. Because I'm like, fresh. hell everything yeah. Everything that didn't fit. Everything that didn't fit, because now I'm like, I got to come new. Mm -hmm. And when I came back, knew it was like I tried to learn how to use these editing apps and stuff like that mm -hmm. until I found out that I was using the wrong app. <laughs> but I ended up finding the right app now. And now, like, my videos and the content that I'm creating is, is crazy. But what, what, I, got, I got a group that I create with, too. When did you jump from Crunch? Because were you creating content <coughs> in Crunch, too? Yeah, that's was, where I was started. Was that creating, like, issues sometimes with certain people? I mean, shit, I really didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at the same time, he said he was going, like, I was at going 1, at, 2 in the morning. So, like, employees, bro? But I will yeah. say this, though. I did, like, I am, I'm, I'm a, like, uh, I'm a people person, bro. So, I get along with damn near right, everybody. Right. Unless I got you, the energy Unless you, you rub in. me yeah. the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Because I am, I'm real. And I feel me where I come from. Like, I don't play that shit. Don't rub me the wrong way. Way, and I'll be cool with you, but 
So I was real cool with all the workers there, but they didn't like me taking off my shirt because yeah, some, there's a policy. Some people will some be people mad about it, but yeah, I'm yeah. shooting videos and I'm I've not. I've seen that at other crimes. Like, so I didn't really care. Like right, the right, hell, right. like I'm taking my shirt off. The manager just doing it. So I'll put it on for them. But by the time they turn their back, I'm taking that motherfucker off. Like, right, right, right. but they just got they got tired of telling me so many times that they just stopped. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it became to the point where I knew the corporate manager. She would come in. She'd see me sometimes. Ask me one time, like, why aren't you working here? And I'm like, shit, I asked to work here. They didn't want to give me a job. And she kind of got, got mad. And she offered me a job, but I turned it down because at that point it was like. You were already on another journey. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like man, I'm cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's good that y'all rejected yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you actually did that because I don't want to work for nobody now. Yeah, like, you know right. what I'm saying? So where, I, where I'm at now, it's like, I'm, I'm glad I went through everything that I went through, bro, because it, it, it made me learn a lot about myself, bro. Like, how to deal with people, like, who I truly am. And not just like in a being to other people in a sense like what I uh what I can give, you know what I'm saying? What I can give back. Like one thing impact. I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? One thing I love about being around the youth, they look up to me. Mm-hmm. And I've like I don't care about being looked up to, but that shit's inspiring. They inspire mm-hmm. me more than they think that I inspire them. Yeah. And that's the shit that trips me out. Like, yeah, because they're young. They have the strength. They have all that. But then they're looking at you for the experience mm-hmm. because they, they don't know how to get to like your level or what you're doing or what you're teaching. So they go to you for that guidance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really. How dope, is it bro. managing those egos, though? Because I'm mean, sure there's ego. I mean, trips, I'm like, not going to lie. The kids that I coach, I'm up in, in like the Valencia area, uh-huh. West Ranch, West okay, Ranch High okay, School. Yeah. So. It's a bunch of little white boys. You know, I'm around that area. I just moved over there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a little bunch of damn. little white boys and shit. But like, and I don't say that in the like, 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 like in a wrong way. In a, it's just, in a disrespectful they just, manner. I, I came from I, okay, so I, I I graduated from Eastside High School after I left early to my senior year. Got you. Mm-hmm. What year but did you graduate? 2010. Oh, shit. We're the same class. Yes, man. sir. 2010 from Van Nuys High School. Okay, okay. Dope, that's dope. what's up. So you probably know my boy Ernesto. De La Paz. Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> Shout out to that's my boy, though. Boy. You know what I'm saying? De La Paz. You know what I'm saying? Small world. <laughs> Small world. I love it. So, so I bad, love bad, it, man. Dude. I love it, bro. The I bad. actually know him since we went to, I think, I don't know if he went to Coldwater, but we went to Madison Middle Okay, Middle so that's together, crazy. So. so I met him through the football field, and then I ran into him at a club, you know, one of them little 18 over clubs yeah, when we was kids and uh-huh, shit like that. Uh-huh. It was some club I forget, in Hollywood when one of his friends, Christina, that was going to my school and she knew me too. And she introduced us, like, you guys would be friends. Blah, blah, blah. And since then, bro, we have been like Dope. locked in. He actually does some of my videos, bro. Like he has a drone and shit. Oh, I don't know if you know. He has a fucking drone that he puts on like, and he, nah, he's literally he, the he's, shit, bro. That's man. that's my dog. I give him a lot of props. That's my dog. I seen him since we were like in, uh, and I'm telling you, middle school, we were like fucking around. Chasing girls and all that shit, right? And then to just see our, our everything that he's doing now, right? And like, and then he gives me the same love because he's like, "Damn, bro, I didn't think you were gonna but you own wanna, a shop." I, and I do ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I one thing I can say about the valley. It's small mm-hmm, And right. we got a love for everybody out yeah. here I mean at least the motherfuckers that I'm connected to You've been having Ernesto film your shit too for how long? Like, Shit he was one of the first people that I actually like Real photographer, videographers that actually shoot my shit We did some shit at Speakeasy in Van Nuys gotcha. Like I think it was like gotcha. 2021 or some shit like that Damn so you've jumped from gym to gym Hell, crunch. Shit, It was just It was like It was location 
we were trying to figure out the lighting and shit like that. So I was like, well, you guys asked me where I started at. I started at Crunch. And it was from Crunchland, Caster, Palmdale, every other day, shit like that. Just to like, because after I like grew my face in Lancaster, I wanted the people in Palmdale to know me too. Ooh, and you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I got known as the motherfucker that was taking my shirt off at all the gyms. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I didn't, I love, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I actually went to 24. I got some friends that go to 24. My, my, my big bro, Skip, and his girl, uh, Ashley. And, um, we all got memberships. I didn't have a membership at first, but I was just going with their little buddies pass and shit like oh. that. They was getting me in. And I was taking off my shirt and I got into it with some of the trainers and shit there. Like one day a trainer came up to me and said some shit to me, bro. And I like wigged out because it was the way she said it to me. Like, oh, didn't he just tell you to put your shirt on? And I'm like, I kind of like I had I I didn't <laughs> I didn't catch myself for one because a snap like low key because I'm like fuck like bitch I don't who are you talking to right right like, you got that you got that who the fuck is you yeah like, for real yeah. because it was it wasn't even like I, I'm I'm respect my females bro any 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 race bro. respect females bro that's just who I am but it was like I'm not your child who the fuck are you talking to you know what I'm saying? So I had to let her like, who, who, who the fuck are you talking to? And I got loud and it caused a little scene. Some people saw it ever. So she got her manager involved, blah, blah, blah. And they tried to kick me out of the gym. And it ended up leading to them end up revoking when I end up getting my membership. Because by this time I end up getting the membership. And you're flagged they, already. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They flagged me and I, now I can't Damn. come back. So, bro, this was like literally like two you years ago. You said that was at 24? Yeah. Like two, like, and, and I still cannot fucking go to 24 in Lancaster. I can go to the, these other ones. Right, right. But I'm like. Not that crunch. specific location. No, 24. Those are 20, 24, bro. And it's crazy because like I've been looking for a lawyer to like take a case on because they kicked me out because of my shirt. But they got all these other white boys, Hispanics, no offense, taking their shirts off and walking around, bro. And it's like, I don't know if it's because. They don't give a fuck or they don't see him, but my I have friends that still go there that send me videos, bro. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. The last time I was there, I did get in because of one of my friends worked there. You know what I'm saying? But right, right, I right. wasn't supposed to be there. The, the females that were working at the desk, they knew me. They knew who I am. They right, know right, I'm like flagged, like, flagged, flagged because I'm like I'm the guy that takes my shirt off, bro. So it's just like, but after that happened, I went back to Crunch. Stayed I be tripping there for out because they be talking about like free the nipple, right? There's mm -hmm. a free the nipple. But movement. a female can go into the gym and wear whatever the fuck she wants. Yep. And I'm not one of them dudes that's like worried about what a female was wearing in the gym because I don't care. Like when I'm in the gym, I'm worried about me. Like right. I tell people all the time, like I, you're I there got, to work out. I got guys that come up to me all the time, bro. Your physique, you're this. That I'm like, bro, appreciate it. Now, some right, of speaking of that, because that was the whole scenario that happened last year of nobody wanting to help females. What do you think about all that? What do you mean as question. far as what? So, like, last year, there was the, the whole debacle in the videos of, like, all right, girls were asking for help and nobody wanted to help them because they were like, well, what if she's trying to catch me? Or what if she does those videos of saying, oh, this creep came up to me, but, like, they were using that as bait. I mean, shit. I'm all for any kind of content. <laughs> if, that's, if that's what she was trying to do, I mean, I, uh -huh. I mean, not like that, but if... You can't make me look bad. I mean, because uh -huh. me being me is me being me. So you would still help? I would help. Okay, gotcha. Because a lot of guys were like talking about, oh, I'm refusing now. Like, and there was other videos that came out too where like there was females asking for help, but nobody wanted to help because guys were afraid of like, how is she going to do this if she takes video of this? Or how is she going to portray me? Well, as soon as I see a camera out, bro, I'm like, either you're going to like put away the camera for this, like for this take or... I don't know. I feel like it, I, I feel more not like that, but like 
females, I feel like help, I feel more comfortable helping a female. And it ain't even like I'm trying to hit on a female and like that because I got female friends that I can go on little dates with and have fun with and shit like that. And it's nothing like that. But in a gym, females with a guy like me or my boy Eric Janicki, he's huge. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So asking a question or something like that, he's going to give all the knowledge that he can. And with me, like a female, I'm going to give it. Most men, they'll just look and stare and tell you, bro, you look good. Oh, right. thanks. That's all, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to know shit because even when you do try to give them pointers, like, their ego is touched because, oh, I thought I was doing it right. And they're just, you'll tell them something, but they're going to continue doing it the way they want to do it. Right. So it's like, that's why, like, I'm, I stick, even with training, I try to stick to what I, what the kids, the youth. That's why I keep saying this, the youth, the youth, the youth. Because you could act, they're more moldable. If you, if you got somebody that's a little older. What'd you just say? Say that again. Moldable. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you that's can, you, the word. You can develop that and, and yeah. shape it the way you want to, instead of like having to. And try that's, to like that's something that my hit my the high hammer and they're not they're not listening. You that's know? something that my high school football coach used to tell me all the time. Like he would rather because he used to get letters from all over from the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the <laughs> you name it, any college that you can think of. He was getting letters to come be a coordinator and shit like that. The dude has nine championship rings from high school from coaching. Damn. You know what I'm saying. But when I tell you, and I used to sit there and ask him all the time, like, why? Why don't you fuck? Why you? Why do you sit here? Why, why don't you go to? Why are you wasting your time with us when you can be making all this fucking money? Right. Like, and he really said, "This is why I care so much about the youth, bro." This man right here, he said, "The motherfuckers think they know it all," <laughs> and he's an old motherfucking white dude back in the '80s that used to snatch. Be he was like a racist white dude, mm -hmm. racist ass. Uh, Clint, <laughs> yeah, Clint, Clint Eastwood type dude. But I'll tell you, bro, over the years, like being around kids, that shit, it, it, it humbles you in a sense. You know what I'm saying? But he grew up in a time where racism and all that shit was fucked up. He wasn't no racist. Don't get it fucked up. He wasn't no racist, but it was just the environment that he just was in my, up, exactly, bro. One of, one of the first schools he coached at was Manual Arts. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? So, and I know y'all know what Manual Arts in LA is. Like, and that's one of the one, one rough ass fucking school, bro. So, he dealt with a lot. Like he got jumped by his fucking high school football teams a Where'd couple you times and shit like that. This was my high school football coach. Oh shit! But I remember him telling me like, them dudes at the next level, they think they know it all. Even at college, college and in the field, them guys think they know it all. So what the fuck I look like coach them up that think they think they know it all. I don't. I can't. I I can't do anything. And I'm too old for that shit. Mm. And then he was like, shit, coaching the youth, coaching Pop Warner. I don't got the time for that shit. These kids, they don't, they, they, they can't get grasp what I'm trying to uh, tell them and teach them like you guys can. You guys are young men. I'm trying to mold you guys into men. And like, that was like, that, was that stuck with me. Right. Because I was like this kid, like I'm from the, I'm from Pacoima, but I lived in Lancaster and I went to Eastside High School, my uh, ninth, ninth through 10th grade. Then I moved to the Valley in 11th. I was like this transfer student that like I had been supposed to be coming to this school, but my mom and pops wouldn't let me come because my dad and my mom grew up in the area. My dad, you know they what I'm saying? They know what it is. Right. Exactly. So they're trying to keep me away from the gang life and shit like that. So when I tell you I end up coming to this school, dog, and all I remember is telling my mom, because I actually told my parents, like I had, at this time I'm in high school, bro. I, I'll be, I'll be true. I will speak about this. In high school, bro, I was, I was doing a little smoking weed and shit like that. Right. And, uh, 
I kind of lost myself. It deviated like, you from the from plan. Like from ninth grade to 10th grade, I was this ninth grade football star on a ninth grade football team to 10th grade. It was like, I was this little ass dude that they didn't want to really play. So I kind of like fell off the football team, started hanging out with the wrong crowd. Right. So I realized that and I told my parents, like I had this uncle that was coaching at Arlita. And I told her like, if you don't let me move out here or some way figure something out for me, I'm going to run away. And I remember my parents sitting in the fucking bed watching TV, turned the TV down. She said, what'd you just say? I'm like, mom, like, I need to go. Like, I need to, I, I got to get up out of here. And my dad looked at her and he was like, you got to let, you got to let him go. Whoa. And they let me, they finally started looking into me coming out here. And when I got out here, bro, I, uh, I moved out here with my biological father. Cause I'm, I'm raised by my step pops. I gotcha. moved out here with my biological father who I really don't fuck with, but I uh, was living with for literally three months, bro, when he couldn't lo- no longer like afford to take care of me. So I ended up moving in with his Hispanic best friend that he grew up with, which I love this family, the Avalos family, my boy Lenny, my little brother, my little brothers, Isaiah and Dion. It's like, it's my family. You That's know what I'm saying? Crazy. So I grew, I end up staying cause I didn't want to go nowhere. I'm, I'm, I'm here with this school, but, uh, I remember before I got with them, I had to catch three buses just to get to school, bro. I'm living between Victory and Van Noen off of Sepulveda, right up, right here. Mm, right, right. And I'm going to school. Yeah, yeah, that's right by Washington. Damn, you do have to catch two buses. I'm going to that's school for Plumber, mission, so dude. I could yeah. go to Van Nuys High School or Monroe. Yeah, that would have been closer. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and, <laughs> I'm, and I'm going and I'm because your uncle was the because coach. Because my uncle was the coach. You feel me? And I at the time, like about who I knew about Birmingham, but bro, I didn't. I didn't know about and all, all that. Time, so, they so had a, a crazy football team that's too. Hell, that was during when, those man, years. They had a crazy that was when Milton Knox was there. Yeah, that was yeah. when my boy Milton was there. Yeah, wasn't yeah. Blueface around that same time? Blueface came after me. Blueface yeah, and Blueface, Blueface like like around my, when I was in high school. My, my little oh, shit, homie, yeah. little Jonathan. So he's came like 2013. He's like something like that. Something like that. Because I'm I'm around the same age. And I remember when I was in high school, he was he was playing football. So yeah, so because he went to our leader, right? Yeah, he was playing our quarterback. That's a quarterback. That's a trip. He went from that to. I have a friend that, that she she went to high school with him. She told me about that and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is is crazy, bro. It's crazy, but I don't know, man. So so you had you always had that self awareness even from a young age that like yo I gotta you're going down the wrong path yeah, and yeah. like so you had to pivot. When I first got there, bro, and I and it's crazy because I remember telling my parents like. I'm because my parents were so big on me because I remember when I had fractured my motherfucking toe in a in a in a practice in Pop Warner. Uh, After that fracture, bro, like that shit scared me. Like I don't want to get injured again. So I didn't. I damn near like turned into a little a little sissy. Mm-hmm. And until I got field. to high school, okay. then I fell back in love with football again. So from ninth grade to tenth, that missed in between. It was like I can't do this shit again. Like I ha- I was big on playing high school sports. I have that's the fuck. I'm gonna go high school and I play a sport. That right. I don't understand how motherfuckers mm-hmm. do that shit to me, bro. Me I like too, bro. you can play anything. Like oh, I was getting out of school. I'm yeah. getting out of school, bro. Like I was fuck, right. like, that was just my model. And like, it was like a thing. Like I know I can make a team. Exactly. Shit. I'm gonna make some the real team shit. Nothing, man. So like when I when I came to our leader, I was catching these buses, bro. I'm catching three buses to get to school. And I tell you, I was getting to practice damn near like an hour late. They're in the weight room and shit, bro. You I, walking I, 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 I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even say an hour late. I would say like maybe 20, 30 minutes late, bro. But that coach would be like, where the hell were you? Bro, like, when I tell you this old ass motherfucker was so mean to me, dog. But I like, I understood like after, like, you understood, I, I understood what he was doing, yeah. dog. Like he was trying to put even a principle though I was a in kid, you Even though I was a kid, I understood yeah. what he was doing, bro. Because I remember like I would show up. 
and he would tell me like he didn't. He, this is why I tell you like motherfuckers would call him a racist and shit like that because he would call you a wetback, he call you a nigga and shit like that. <laughs> he 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 wouldn't call not the er not like that. He'll call you a nigga. No, no, no but, but what, what had me dying was, was fuck the, crabs, fuck slobs, fuck a Sudanio, all, all that. Nah, shit. what had me dying you know, was the was the wetback. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like yo, bro, I, I, I promise you, like he, he was basically no filter. He no filter, bro. But I'm, where was he raised again? You said was it here in California? I, he's from California. Yo, that's California, wild, bro. And when I tell that's you, crazy. dog. This motherfucker, I remember the first time I showed up to practice late, and he told me, like, man, this uh, pretty much told me, like, you can take your ass back to Lancaster because we don't we don't need your ass out here. Like, if this is what you're going to be on, you can take your ass back to Lancaster. So go out there, or you can go run on the track until we get done working out. Uh, Nick, bro, I got to run for damn near an hour and a half. And if I see you, if I come out here and see you stop running, I'm going to tell you to leave. So just to stay on a team, you had to run. So when I tell you, bro, and all I'm thinking in the back of my head, running on this track, shit. Nah, I, told, a, I, a, I mean, it's maybe the delivery isn't great. But it wasn't it's a great lesson though, but because he's trying to teach you punctuality. Let me, let me tell you something though. He's the also teaching you that there's great. consequences the to your actions. The delivery was great for who it was meant for. Okay, like. <laughs> You get me? that because mm-hmm. a lot of people tend to take it the wrong way. Like, you get what I'm like, saying? Because I, I, I me guy. coaching these kids where I'm at, I can't coach these kids the same way I was coached. Right? I'm a kid from the hood, bro. You need to get canceled. I was. I, I'm, <laughs> let me just tell you this, dog. I'm black. <laughs> there ain't shit that this world hasn't already tried to set up for me to already fail at. Right. So a motherfucker telling me get your ass on that track and run, or you can't be on a football team. That was the least of my motherfucking worries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's shit, there's shit going on in the streets right now that I can be involved in. Right. And I'll be right sucked right into it the moment I say, fuck this, fuck what he's saying. Fuck him. You get like me? That, like that kid from uh, yeah. Coach Carter and shit. Exactly. That's the opportunity right there. <laughs> Bro, yeah. I, I, my, my biggest thing while I was on that motherfucking track, dog, I was, I told my mom and dad, I'm not, I'm never going to quit this shit again. They gave me this chance to come out here, but when I tell you, and I didn't bring that motherfucker tonight because I, I didn't really think I was going to get into talking to about it. That team that I was on that year, my junior year in high school, guess what we did? I won the championship. But guess, guess what, like, how we did it in the fashion, bro? We went 14-0. and 0. Damn. 14-0. and 0. And when I tell you, we were- Our leader did. Blowing, yeah. We, was, we blew y'all out at y'all homecoming 64-0. to 0. Shut the fuck up. My junior year. Damn. Well, so that was like, what, 2009? That was 2009, bro. Damn. Probably, no, actually probably 2008, 2008 2009. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know about now, but- Dana Paz was the only motherfucker y'all had, and he put, and he scored like two touchdowns. I think it was one touch. He put up like six, actually it was zero. No, he, it was 64-0, actually, as a matter of no, fact. He, but he was, a, he, he, he was the only one. He was the only one. He was a dog. He was trying to, we were, I was trying to recruit his ass to come play for us after I had met him and shit. He just had loyalty about him. Mm-hmm. All I got to say is Birmingham wasn't like that. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. Damn. Birmingham. Did you guys play Birmingham that year? Or no, because I ain't going to lie. We were, we were Division Two. They were Division One. So we yeah. never, D1. we never got a chance to play him. But I will say this. <laughs> Watch this though. <laughs> Watch this though. <laughs> He's like, you uh, to, be you careful to, before you talk trash, Watch sir. Watch this though. I was on a team both years, bro. My junior and senior year. I'm one of five black people on my fucking team. I had a team full of Mexicans, Salvadorians, all whatever you, whatever you want to. You guys went fourteen and 0, fourteen bro? and zero, fool. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I <love Yeah>. you. <laughs> fourteen and zero, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so peep this. So when I tell you, bro, when I tell he was you, eating pupusas and tacos. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> 
know it. He's like, what's pupusas? Five black people on my junior team and my senior team, but peep this. So y'all was like in the in the longest yard. It was our coaching staff, bro. Okay. We were we our coaching staff emulated everything we fucking did after USC. This is when they still had Pete Carroll. Before he fucking left, be like before he oh, so y'all finally. Like be, that this is before Reggie wait. Bush too, though. But uh, this is after this is after Reggie Bush. But they were still nice before we, Legion of Boom and the Seahawks, though. Gotcha. No, actually, no. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. It's Lane Kiffin's actually. Lane Kiffin. Gotcha. Lane Kiffin actually was the court the coach. That was the playbook they were, mm-hmm. they were doing. But we were we wasn't using a playbook. We were just like how we molded our our program like. The, the the film sessions and everything that we were doing, bro. When I tell you our coach, Don Scott, this dude still works at our leader right now. He's a defensive coordinator. Probably the best defensive coordinator minded person. So the person culture I've they ever, created and they cultivated was by. Bro, when I tell you, for one, this dude Engelman that I tell you, my highest, the head coach, he told these kids, before I ever met any of these dudes, he told these dudes before the school even opened, when he first met the kids at a little dirt field when they was playing and shit like that before they got the school open. Give me three years. I know some of you guys ain't never played organized football a day in your life. Right. But give me three years and I promise you I had you in the biggest game of your life. That's crazy. I just happened to be at the fucking school in that third year. Damn. <laughs> so when he came into the locker room at the championship at ELAC, that's what he started his speech off with. I want y'all to close your eyes. Remember yeah. that? Remember when I did it? I'm just like, what? How many of those kids were still on that team? Everybody. So you were just everybody. That, was that, that, that was that team was the first graduating year, bro. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that, was the, that was the first graduating That's year. Crazy. Yep. And then the team after that, bro. I'm telling you, we we went tw- my two years of varsity. We went 26 and one. So that lasted a lasting impact on you till now. You know, in 2023, now you want to give back that same yeah. type of energy. So a kid gets, yes. can experience that same type of environment in, in so, football. So peep and, this. So I was trying to. I got a cousin named J5. He's a coach over at, uh, he just won a championship last year at El Camino Real. He just transferred over to St. Genevieve's. Dope. I don't know if you guys know about that school. Mm-hmm. He's over there with my boy, uh, one of my, my other relatives, CJ Gable, and with Coach Parra, head coach Coach Parra. CJ Gable didn't play at USC too? That's my, that's my relative. He went to uh, Silmar also, that's didn't he? That's my relative, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> that's my relative. He went to Silmar, yeah. When Silmar had um, yes. Tyler Honeycomb, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. So, <laughs> so look, small ass valley, bro. Very, very. Tiny. So I was supposed to get a coaching job working over there with them with the DBs, right? But Parra was like, he wasn't on the fence, but his guy, his DB coach, was like iffy about coming back or not coming back. So he's waiting to figure out what his guy was gonna do. If he didn't come back, I had the job. He ended up coming back, so I'm like, fuck. He wanted me to do a volunteer thing, but at the time, like where I was living, it was like that drive coming here for some volunteership was like, right. it's not working. It wasn't working for me. Right. Now I'm like, it's cool, coaches. I'll, I'll, I'll chop it up with you next year. Don't, no, no, no hard feelings. So I've been, had been talking to my ex football coach at ABC out in Lancaster, and I was trying to get on a program with them, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, just trying to get anywhere at right. that time. But I really didn't feel comfortable going to coach college because like what I had told you, what my high school coach had told me, like, I don't want to be, I'm 31, bro. What the fuck like going to coach 22 year old kids? Right, right. Think they know whatever. These niggas is grown ass, grown ass men. They looking I'm, at us like, yeah, like the fuck? So right. it's like, they I mean, already have their view on the world. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I, I really wasn't feeling it, but I ended up getting the offer. But by the time I had got the offer, I had already started giving my time to San Fernando High School. Mm. So I was on San Fernando High School's coaching staff for about two months. 
and they have a decent program. They have a decent program. I fuck with Coach Burnley. Like they got a new staff. He's he's a he's the new head coach. Uh, he's been there two years. It's his second year, but he's he's a decent dude. I gotten all kinds of love for him and his son B Dot. I don't know if you guys remember the the ex. I think he still raps, but he used to be a battle rapper. B Dot from the Valley. Yeah, B Dot. Yeah, yeah, sounds familiar. So he's his son's the offensive coordinator. Oh, fine. But uh. I was actually like on a volunteer kind of thing there too. You know, they was going to try to give me some money too, but it was like, I didn't really mind because it was pretty much up the street from the house. I was saying like it wasn't same as convenient. So I didn't mind giving back. And I'm from this area. Like you feel me? One thing I would love to do is get back to my my area type shit. Get like get back to the community. And it just so happened, bro, like two weekends, like after my second month there, bro, I'm at a music in the park out in Valencia, you know what I'm saying? And I run into one of my, I'm at like my, my little brother, Isaiah is going away. The Hispanic family that I live with, one of the, the oldest, oldest, my, my oldest brother, this is my brother, Lynn. He's, he's in Utah. He's in the Air Force too. The youngest one just shipped off, uh, like two months ago, like a month ago or whatever. But I end up going to his little going away at this little thing. And I run into one of the family friends and he's coaching at West Ranch. He's the offensive coordinator. Last gotcha. year they went 11 and one. He's sitting here watching me telling one of the family members about me giving back coaching for free out at San Fernando. And he's like, hey, stop. Hold on real quick. You want to coach for some money? What? Fuck hell yeah, I want to coach for somebody. What the fuck you mean? Like, Let's you get it. that's the goal. Like, hell, that's the goal. Like, the fuck? Like, I, I don't mind doing it for free, but I would love to do it for some money. He's like, shit. Fire. You see that guy over there across the field? Talking about our coach over at, at, at West Ranch, Coach Varner. Uh, he's like, yeah, man, come on, let's go over there. So I, he takes me over to the head coach. He's like, coach, I want to introduce you to my nephew. He's Hispanic. Coach, look, I'm like, your nephew? <laughs> 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 your nephew? He's like, yeah, it's my nephew and shit. <laughs> so you know, he introduced me and shit like that and asked me what I was trying to coach. He's like, oh, yeah, we actually need a DB coach, da 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 and shit like that. So hey. it, it, it melted. So I'm like, okay, cool. So they told me what they was going to be able to pay me. I ain't going to disclose that and shit nah, like that. Fine, that's fine. They told me what they was going to be able to pay me. A couple million, you know? Yeah, a couple million. They told me what they were going to be able to pay me. And I'm like, hell yeah, bet. But when I tell you, bro, over the next week and a half, because they had like a dead period where they weren't practicing and shit. So I had like two weeks to kind of like think about it. I hadn't said, yeah, I had said, yeah, because I wanted the job Mm because I didn't want them to give away. But I wasn't all the way sure yet because I had been at this school already. And I'm like, bro, I'm from this hood in a sense. Like, I don't want to... I felt like I was giving up on these kids that I've been made relationships with already. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I just remember being told like... You have to also be able to get your money too. Yeah. And it's not like I've never been big on getting money out of this shit, bro, because like I said, bro, if when I blow up, I'm keep saying that if shit, when I blow up, it's going to be because of these kids, bro. And it's like, it's going to be. I mean, be from good. what you're saying, though, it's like uh, your preparation is meeting the opportunity. Exactly. Oh, and that's, that what, that, my, that's man, what the idea that is right there. I was about to say It's that. like everything that you've been going through is basically the preparation towards that goal. And then that opportunity just comes because the preparation Real was shit. there. And it's so crazy because when I tell you, like, my first few practices at this program, bro, I knew I, was, I, knew I, was, I found my spot. I knew I was like this So you already meshed well from day one. Day one. Mm. I was like, I just because these kids like they might not be the most athletic and shit like that, but these kids they want to be taught, bro. Mm-hmm. They want to learn like I'm They're just, eager to learn. I, I, in any sponges. sport, I, I've I've figured that in any sport, it's not always about being the most athletic. It's about the IQ you have of the sport and knowing. And I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of people want the highlight. 
but they don't understand like you need your IQ. Yeah. You know, like That's the it, for example, sport. the sport I, I love is, is soccer. And in soccer, it's the highlight game. is always the dribbling or the mm-hmm. goal scoring. But, that but no one understands like how, how important to your first touch has to be. If you can play two touch, how important that is and just being in the right position. I'm already knowing. So that's why like when you're talking about that, like these kids might not be the most athletic. I'm like, well, that's not what the most important thing is and, and in and any sport. And that's what I'm trying to get. And it's, it's all like, about your IQ of the sport. And that's what I've been telling them. Playing football is not putting on your little helmet and shoulder pads and coming out here with your friends and your little gloves thinking, too. thinking you yeah. playing thinking you playing football that's not football like if you're gonna play for me i'm telling these kids you're gonna play for me you're gonna have have a knowledge of the game like down in distance we mm-hmm. on this hash know what they're what, what, what could possibly be coming if they got trips over here in the hashes the balls on that hash yeah. like any down you know what i'm saying anything's possible if a lineman is Back up on their heels. It's possibly going to be a pass when they come out to block. If they you gotta pay attention, game, pay attention to out, their body language. To fucking come out and be a mm-hmm. run block. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that's small all body details, language, bro. That yeah. you have to. Mm-hmm. If you love this shit like I do, and I'm trying to get them to learn this shit. Some of these kids, they didn't grow up like I grew up. So having mm-hmm. a dog in you don't come as natural. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta teach that dog, right? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's hard to teach a person to have a dog, bro. You can't like, teach that. You can't teach a person to have a dog. Yeah, straight it's up. either in you we or had, it's we, not. We had an episode in here. We talked about that exactly where I said exactly it's that. It's either in you or it's not. And I'm begging these kids to rise to the occasion because... Because you're applying that pressure now to, to in practice. Like, yo, I'm going to bring the dog out. Nah, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. For the first few weeks... They didn't like there, that. I've been there maybe a month. No, I've been, I've been nice. I've been nice, my nice Coach Ware. I don't even, they don't even call me by my little social media name because for me, I'm Coach Ware. Right. It's so, respect. Bro, when I tell you, we just had a little scrimmage versus Burbank High School last Friday, and they looked terrible. Terrible. Look at the camera and tell them that they look terrible. Terrible. <laughs> you, they know, because I told them. They fucking know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But this week, I told them, I said, I'm not holding shit back because that's it's my fault. Now, because I feel like I'm babying y'all. Mm. And I feel like there's a couple. You were being the nice guy yeah. and not pushing them. Because that nice shit ain't going to get you nowhere. Not even in like mm. this coach, not as a coach. I'm not just coaching you for fucking football. I'm coaching you for life. Right. <laughs> like, and as dumb as that might sound to some people, that's not, it's, uh. it's, I'm coaching you for life. Because if you can't work hard in this little, small, little, and you asked to be here. Like my Over. coach was telling them today, our head coach. None of, did any of us ask you guys to come play football? Nah, you volunteered. You volunteered to come yeah. play. Or if your mom or dad is forcing you to play, yeah. tell them, tell them no. Tell them I'm, I, I cut you. So that way it's no, no, no misconfusion. Right. So you ain't got to be here. So if you're the ones that are still here. Put that pride why on. Why not put, yeah, come out here and give your fucking all. Like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing I was big on, like, when I was coming up. Like, and the thing is, too, that learning how to work hard because you're achieving the goal. The goal is to try to win the trophy, right? So it's like your hard work, once again, preparation, meeting the opportunity. It's like you're trying to instill in them, like, your, your preparation. The more you prepare, eventually you hit the opportunity of maybe winning a championship. And these kids went 11-1 and one last year. They lost their last game to go to the championship. They new season. No, they could have. So if they would have went twelve and zero, they would have went to the championship, I believe, and that would have been like they would have won everything. Right. They end up losing because they played on a a, a regular field. It had rain the night before. It played on a regular field. They've been playing on turf the whole year. Oh, but so I'm, they're not they, used to that. Toughness. Yeah, and they lost yeah. like fourteen fucking seniors. 
One of the co- the quarterbacks from last year is playing for. He's a second string quarterback at Colorado for Deion Sanders right now. <laughs> so we got some little buzz, and I'm trying to get these kids to understand. You probably didn't play for the team last year as much as these other dudes before they left, but now it's your time. Right now, you got to step up and play your role. And I tell them like every man on this team has a role to play. Mm-hmm. Play your role and everything. You got to know play. your position. Everything will play out if you play your... Don't do his job. Do your job. When you start trying to do everybody else's job, your job is fucked up because you're trying to worry about everybody else's. If you just right. worry about your fucking job, everything on the field will be covered. And that's what I'm trying to get them to understand. Like today, like I'm one of them coaches that like to do little fun speed, little agility footwork drills and shit like that. I told them today, I'm done with them. that little fun shit that I was doing with y'all. We're no longer doing that. We're not. I'm done throwing the ball to you guys. We're about to learn how to be in our zones. So all I did today was bring out three receivers. This, all my defensive backs that I had today, but I had three of them play receivers, mm-hmm. and I got a corner, and we got an H, which is one of our like, uh, like uh, I'm gonna say like a nickel, a nickel safety or some shit, right. like a nickel back. <laughs> so in this coverage, we're playing cover three. Corner got deep thirds. This H, he has like this little flat underneath the, the corner. So I would send any kind of route. I don't really care. One of them is at one of them's at 12. The other one's at six to six to one, seven to one inside. Both of them both inside shade. At the at the H at 12 at the start, all you're doing is bouncing. If the receiver, if you got two receivers, the receiver comes straight at you and just runs a streak. All you're doing is trying to get in his way, give him a nudge. Come back down to 10 and get in your zone. Right. That's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. Now, at a corner, if you have a fade or anything like that, as a, at the number one receiver, you got deep third. Any, anything, at, if a number two receiver runs a corner route into your deep third and a number one receiver runs a stop route, you have your deep third. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that H should be over there with that Keep stop route. Coverage, you, exactly. Yep. So I'm trying to get them to understand. Knowing the position. Yes. Like, stay. don't. And when to move. Stop thinking because, oh, the ball's about, like, he does one of these. You like, want to rush. Yes. Yeah, like, like, that's no. going to get your ass sucked mm-hmm. in. Like, and I'm trying to get these kids, like. Because if you move, you basically create space. Yes. Yeah. And these kids, they don't, they've never, like, really watched and dissect film and shit like that. So they don't really know what they're watching when they watch themselves or watch film. You know so, they, so you're trying to teach them, like, the spaces and mm-hmm. the gaps so are leaving JV open. players moving up to varsity, basically. In a sense. In a yeah. sense. Well, some of them were on varsity last year, but they didn't play as much. They didn't get the PT. Yes, they didn't play as much. Damn, so that's a challenge when it comes to the coaches to now groom these young men to become some ballers. How, how long have you been a coach there now? Shit, I've been there, I want to say, like, uh... About a month, two months now. How has that affected your personal, you working now at Zoo Culture, your that your content creating? That ain't, ain't stopped shit. That's fine. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. That ain't stopped shit. I wake up every day, go to the gym. What time you get there? Shit, uh, Jay, what time we get there today? Like, I got there like 9, 30, 10, something like that. Oh, that's cool. And then what time you got to be at the field? Shit. Or or at the school, better said. 3 o'clock? Three that's o'clock. what's up. But I'm trying to get a little job at the school right now. Just to fuck around with some of the kids, but I'm not sure if I'm gonna get it. Not like that, cause I'm not qualifying like that. I'm just not sure if I want to actually get it or not. Like, no, yeah, it's gonna take more time out of your. I'm just cool. Content created, exactly. Like, bro, I, when I when I said I dove deep into this shit, and when I dove deep, I told myself, bro, I'm not turning back. I was never a person. I got tattoos all over my body, but the next the neck tattoos and shit. Right. 
That was something I was against for a long time. I'm like, I'm never going to get this because I couldn't get a job. That are like, That's what we used to think now, about. Now? Now it's different. But it, not, it ain't even about getting a job because I am the job. Exactly. Fuck getting a job. I am the position. Fuck, like, exactly. So now, like, I got a tattoo on my face. When I first started this shit, I had to, uh, I, started, I started off, I was, my Instagram handle was Where's Your Fitness? Where is my last name? W-R-E. Fire. W-A-R-E. <laughs> W-A-R-E. So I put the S at it and just put Your Fitness. But... At one time, uh, I, okay, so well, two years ago, I ran into Cali Muscle at the Fit Expo, and um, I ended up befriending him and shit like that. I want to say like two, three weeks later after that, bro, I ended up running into him at Crunch Fitness in, in, in Santa Clarita, just like, just so happened. I ran into right, him. Right, right. And like, I'm like, hey, bro, like, what's up, Cali? He remembered me. Like, what's up, bro? I'm like, da, da, da. I'm like, can I get a workout with you? He's trying to shove me off. Like, man, we about to be moving fast. Like, I'm like, shit, I said the right thing. I'm like, shit, I move fast too, bro. Shit, I'm, he like, he kind of like doing with him. Like, I fuck it. He's like, yeah, come yeah. on, fuck it, come on. So I shit, I'm like, cool. So I grab my shit and I'm working out with him. But when I like got my shirt off and shit, he can see my back and I can tell like he he really liked this. He liked what he sees. Cause, yeah, because it's like he... Real recognized real, yes. you know what I'm saying? So, so when he sees He knows your dedication. Like, yeah. <laughs> so when he finally like Hold up, man, take off your shirt for the camera here, man. Let's see what you're working with, bro. Damn. <laughs> I, I'm impressed. Remember, bro, That's all you gotta say. You <laughs> <laughs> do it at the gym already. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's crazy, bro. You really bought this shit, dog. Damn. So have you competed? Nah, that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That's fire. Alright, bro. Shit. Nah, so. So um, damn, like, you look like Aljo. Low, low key, bro. <laughs> like I gotta see the back real quick. Yeah, he look like Aljo yeah, so, right show, now. Show, show the camera like, the back better. Let me get you, let me get down the camera though. <laughs> I was like, I was like, whoa, am I seeing? Am I seeing a way in right now? Like, am I seeing a way in right now? We need Joe Rogan. This is this. That's the first thing I look at, like, cause that's where yeah. I come from. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Like, man. So I end up running, running into him and shit like that. After we left, his wife is outside the gym or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, you remember? Oh, my bad." She's like, uh, "You remember? Uh, remember him from the?" She's like, "Yeah, she remember me from my hair, like the style that I had in my hair and shit." And she was like, "He ended up telling her, like, yeah, I'm having one, be one of my brand ambassadors." At the time, I was like. Callie was like the only person that I really kind of like fucked with. You know what I'm saying? Like right. as far as like following. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what the fuck? Like it kind of like took me by surprise. I'm like, she said, you with that? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm with that. She's like, man, yeah, give me a couple months, blah, 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 blah. Like, and I'll get back to you. So like, bro, over the next few months, like I hadn't heard of him from him. So like, I wasn't one of them people that's like, he said what he said. I'm going to see if he a real motherfucker about yeah. what he said. Right. I'm not about to be hitting you up. It, I don't give a fuck because I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing anyway. You know what I'm saying? My train not stopping. If exactly. You if you don't. So he ended up hitting me back, bro. And I ended up signing a little contract. I'll try to put some content out. We was doing some shit. But it was never like really genuine. He didn't call me, hit me up for the do. He did, he called me one time to do a shoot. We did some shit at Venice Beach. But after that, it was like he had fell off. But I think like now that I have seen his little YouTube, he was going through some shit. But at the time, he never told me nothing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he just kind of like fell off. But before he fell off with me, I remember I'm sitting in the garage with my boy Jizzle and my boy uh, B Hustle, my boy Tat Man. And, uh, and my boy Tad and my boy Jizzle playing the game with one of our nephews and shit like that. And I remember he he had paused the game. He doing some shit like rapping on his little snap story. Like, yeah, I'm chilling with my boy B Hustle and my boy Valley Muscle. And I'm like, the fuck? 
fuck did you just fucking say? Like, he know I'm from Pacoima and shit like that. He know I'm from the Valley and he know I'm fucking with this dude, Cali. So, and right. he knew I've been looking for this new name. That's what I've been trying to get to. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to look for this name. The only reason I was looking for a new name is because when I was with Cali, we had Venice, right? The first right. time he asked me to come to Venice, he was telling me like prior to like the, the first, first workout we had did at, at, at Crunch, as a matter of fact, when I was there, he was telling me, uh, Man, what's your what's your Instagram handle? Like when he's like, where's your fitness? Like, man, you gotta change that. that, that like at the at that time, like I didn't understand why he was telling me to change my shit because he marketing, didn't. Yeah. yeah, and I get it, but he didn't explain it at first. Like, mm. This is my last name. Like, I'm not changing my motherfucking last name. Like, like I'm just not doing that. I, I like, personally didn't think it was a bad Instagram tag. Nah, but it's like I want to now. Motherfuckers call me Valley. What you gonna call me? Where? Like, like it just quick, the quick like, question. Sorry to interrupt, but quick question. Since you brought up Cali Muscle as like a, a person that you met, have you met a? I, I look at this influencer because he goes to the gym. Have you met a big SC boy? He's like he owns a brand called Strength Cartel. I don't know. If that's you, the homie, big boy. Yeah, big boy. That's my boy. Like, if you if you see him, like he has like a like a, yeah. like a thin waist but a big back. No, I know exactly yeah. you, Tom. But that's that's my boy. I know exactly mm. you, Tom. He actually fucks with Cali. That's how yeah. I met him. That's how that's how I met, bro. But Cali, like, he's he was he was cool peoples and shit like that. I want to say like when we okay, so when we <laughs> he telling you to change t- your telling name. you to change my name. So I didn't realize what he was telling me to change my name for. The next time we at Venice Beach, bro, I'm telling you, I finally realized how nice. Well, I I kind of like already knew that I was good looking with my body and shit like that. But bro, I'm talking about. We're at Venice Beach at Muscle Beach and shit, and I'm talking about this females and dudes walking past the pier and shit like that, walking right? past and stuff like that, asking me for my Instagram, bro. You look amazing, this and this and that, blah blah blah. I'm like, what the fuck, like, and he's looking at me like, yeah, yeah, like yo, know, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when I started, I remember when I started telling my motherfucking spelling out my name because where's your fitness, like. People, it sounds like a question. Yeah, people are going to say, not even that, but people are going to spell where fucking 30 different ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I have to spell out my last name and then you can just figure out the, then he was like, see, that's why I said you got to change that shit. And I was like, ding, that's why that nigga said that? So he basically introduced, <laughs> he introduced me to the that, yeah. He was like, I'm going to put you, yeah. like, I'm going to tell you something, but then it's going to take you time to realize Man. it. So when I tell out. you, after I left, I went home and I'm like, you know what? I got to change it. I changed it to where fit. I just changed it to wear fit short. I'm like, okay. But it didn't ring. Like, motherfuckers ain't going to call. But what the mm, fuck? Right. That's, not, that, 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 that's not what they going to call me, bro. Right. And now we're back to what I'm saying. We're sitting in that motherfucking garage. And my boy Jizzle hit me with that. That's free my, that boy, that bar. my boy Valley Muscle and B-Hustle. I said, nigga, what did you just say? He said, Another thing? He said, oh, you like that, huh? Yeah. He, he <laughs> said, you like that, huh? There was I'm one like, thing that we saw recently. I know, I know me and the guy saw it. But it was that one podcast that Drake came out on. When he was like on the bed with that, that one white chick. <laughs> so there's one, there's one point where she asked him, like, why'd you choose Drake? And he was like, oh, that's my name. He's like, no, your name is Aubrey. He's like, oh, that's two syllables. He was like, Drake is one syllable. And it just rings better for marketing, whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of, it kind of works the same way with you. Like you had yeah, to show it some way. And now they just call you Valley. That's all they do. Call me Valley. It is too so. Valley you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, gram, it's but simplified. They call me Valley now. It's simplified it. You and know what I mean? two Y's. I got two Y's in my name because I represent the 661 and the 818. The 818 is first for sure. So you're talking about Antelope Valley the and the San Fernando Valley. Because I, I, I started there, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm That's saying? So I, I got love for the six, but the eight one eight. I'm born in the Panorama City Kaiser. I'm a pack baby. It's, you feel <laughs> it's, 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 it's in me. You, know what I'm you can't take that it's away from heart. me. It's crazy, bro. The, the hospital I was born in became uh, apartment buildings. Are you serious? Yeah, Van Nuys. The Van Nuys. Uh, 
uh, hospital used to be right there on Sherman Way. That's crazy. Oh, the Panorama Hospital. That's Panor- Kaiser. Panorama you're talking about Kaiser. Right there on, off like Roscoe, right? Oh, at, Woodman, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In and out. Yes, sir. Right there on Sherman Way, where that used to be the hospital there. Like, my, my, gone, my, my hospital became a, what is that new? It's Granada Hills High School. No, not Granada Hills. What's that other school right there uh, for Balboa and Devonshire? Balboa and Devonshire. I don't know. It's a couple of schools that Brian was talking about. I forgot it's that. It's elementary? No, nah, it's, it's a high school. But it's I like it's like a magnet school though. I know Los about. Angeles Mine's Academy. Tarzana. I don't know what the fuck it is. Hopefully it is Sergeant Alpha. Sergeant Alpha was down the street, bro. <laughs> yeah, That's crazy, man. The valley's the valley's transformed a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. bro. Like I remember when I was growing up, Sherman Way, you could at least find parking. Now that shit is like gridlocked everywhere. It's, and it's sad when you see a car that's just smashed. A couple cars are smashed because the drunk driver just smashed into that shit. Real like, shit. Fuck. Whoever's gonna wake up to that car, I'm sorry, man. Like real shit, bro. That used that that. Well, you lived in Arlita. I used to live on Osborne, so that used to happen all the time between. I used to live between uh, Beachy and Canterbury. And that street at night, uh, that Osborne, there's no lights. It's dark as hell. Facts. And there's a dip. You know Osborne? There's, there's a dip. I used to live there, yeah. Okay. So there's a dip on Canterbury that goes like this. And then, and then you get to Beachy. Tell me why, bro, because I used to park in the street. <laughs> Every time at night, bro, there was someone hitting a car, bro. You would hear, boom. <laughs> Then no. all the alarms would go off. Then you would all, everybody would you come would out. You're like, God damn, everybody, so everybody would come out. Was that my car? Was that my car? <laughs> and it's like, oh, it was. That's not my car. All right, let's go back inside. We're <laughs> like, good. Real shit. Yeah, bro. Wasn't there I, like a cornfield right there? Bro, they took my side mirror. That's why my side mirror is a different color on my car right now. Sick shit. <laughs> there was a drunk driver who took oh, my side God. mirror, and then he took like. Like the damage on the other four cars was worse. For me, it was just a side mirror. Like nothing else was damaged. So I was like, all right, it's just a side mirror. It's like 300 bucks. I'll be fine, you know. But the other ones. Fuck. Yeah, but it would happen all the time. Man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, all the time. Like I, there's people that would have like brand new cars. Boom. Like, yeah. So, so Valley, what's, what's, what, what's, what do you see yourself in five years? Like, as far as like the fitness, the coaching? Oh, man. Five the years creating. now, shit. My five year goal, shit, I'm trying to do it in two or three, but I'm Let's trying go. to put it together like a, a little facility, like a sports facility, like mm. for speed and conditioning, but also with weightlifting as well. Fire. So, a training center that you would own. Exactly. Specifically for athletes. Yep, because I got for so the many, youth though. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I got so many the youth for sure. But I got so many athletes that are California based, the Valley, LA to Lancaster, Palmdale that come home and they, they trying to, to yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Off the off season, like I want to be able to train the same guys that I've helped go to they where keep they keep in that same circle exactly, mm-hmm. so they can come back and help bring more of the kids and more of an attraction and stuff like that. So it's like, and I know they will because I've still talked to them. I've been in contact with them trying to get DB coaches numbers so I can help the kids that I'm coaching right now. You, you know re- what I'm saying? You remind me of a guy. He's a he's a famous influence on YouTube. Is his name is Destroying? I don't know if you're. Oh about yeah, him. that's my Dude, boy. I see his videos and I'm him. like. You you remind me a lot about nah de- destroying is 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 the shit, bro. I was just talking I'm talking about uh, him to somebody else and how 
the shit as far as the NIL deals. They yeah. stopped him from being able to be a college kicker because he was, he, was, he was blew up doing YouTube videos yeah. and was making money. So it's just like that shit's fucked up. But now he's has the access to go to any fucking training facility in any college in any NFL team. Because he's been to the USC one. I've seen that he's been to the USC. Uh, he's been to USC, UCLA, but he was a kicker at UFC. U, uh, University of Central Florida. Oh shit. Mm, shit. That's crazy, man. Cuz he uh he was trying to like uh he was filming at a high school and a principal came up to him and he was like, you know, you can't be recording our kids. Like what's the purpose of you recording our, our students? And he told the principal, we give them opportunities that that are bigger like contracts with universities, colleges, even big leagues. We giving we're giving them the the exposure. The ex- exactly the exposure that um that they need to like probably get out of the situation that they're going through. Sure. And and you remind me of that a lot, bro. Like I appreciate that. But I mean that's that's really what I'm trying to do, bro. Cause I don't I don't know, bro. Like I wish I had more of someone like me. Like, don't get me wrong. I my mom had me when she was sixteen, bro. So my mom struggle was real. Did the did the much she could with me. I had a a dad that was Never really there. I was raised by my step pops, whose name who I'm named after. You know what I'm saying? But let a dude to death. But he didn't have a dad, so how do you teach another? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he did the best he could at teaching me how to be a man. I could tell you that. Mm-hmm. He taught me how to be a man. But as far as like <laughs> guidance and trying to build credit and all the shit that these other kids are privileged with, mm-hmm. and at these other schools, I didn't have that. Right. So I have to realize that when I got out of school and how to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I just want to be a pillar like of where, <clears throat> wherever pass I'm at. Pass that knowledge. <clears throat> just yeah. pass that on, like, bro, because regardless if it's football or basketball or, or baseball gym, or whatever, gym. like, this shit is, it's life. Like, you got to understand life is... <laughs> After high school, that shit's going to come fast. Hell yeah. And if you don't realize what you're trying to do with your life. That's one thing. Like when I was a kid, everybody used to tell me. And but I, I never understood it. And they would be like, boy, oh, life is going to pass really fast. You know how quick a motherfucker be like And not- then now I'm like, damn, yeah, I understand. All those All that now. shit, bro, because I wish I would have fucking listened. I remember my motherfucking mom and dad telling me all the time, like, yeah. boy, you're going to wish you was a kid again. Mm-hmm. I wish I can trade places with you right now. Right. Now I'm looking at my niece and nephew living life all right on the walls and shit. Like, damn, I wish I could do that shit too. <laughs> like, you just living carefree. You ain't got to worry about nothing but nothing. Eat, eat shit and go to school. Right. That's and some of these kids don't even want to go to school. Yeah. And you just be like, man, you got the easiest, easiest job ever. Man. I mean, shit, that, that, that's a given, man. But that's, that's some of these kids, they look at the internet too much. And not even the internet. It's just like what, what, they, what they see. A lot of motherfuckers promoting college dropouts or high school dropouts and shit like that. Like, right. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I you, feel like if you're going to drop out or if you're going to do something like that, have a plan. For sure. And then, and then when you have the plan, just know you got to execute. It's and don't get me wrong, executing. like being a dropout ain't nothing wrong with that shit because I, I know a couple successful people that didn't graduate high school, but it's like, that's because... To me, that's bare minimum. Nah, fuck it, that. Then that's what I'm saying. So God, you got to graduate, graduate high school. Graduate high school. I'm I'm not, I dropped out of college. Oh, no, I'm not telling you to do anything different than, than graduate high school, but I'm right. just saying, like, I know a few that actually have been successful, but it's... I was just about to say, it's the mindset. It's a mindset, yeah. They're, they're dogs. Right. Where they came from and what they've been through made them, and they realize that... They were to them wasting time going to school. They weren't going to go to college, so why the fuck am I in high school? 
that's what they're meant to. I'm in the, the middle of a hood. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it, it in life. Sometimes. It's like I keep saying, trying to make it in life. Right. <laughs> life. If it's not it's that hard for you, you got to get to them books, man. Because it's like, yo, I'll be talking. To, I was just talking about that on my Instagram where I feel like, you know, it's a lot, I'm doing a lot of back to school haircuts right now. And I'm cutting like some kids going into middle school, going into high school. And I was tripping out because every time this season comes around, I realize how many kid clients I got. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my kid clients don't come as often, but they come through. Right. But for back to school, they are coming right now. I got cousins, <laughs> nephews, everybody. I'm like, damn, yo. Like, That's just crazy. And then I've been talking to them like, yo, what, what what grade are you going into? Eighth grade, ninth grade, senior year. And like this, some of them are at Taft, some of them are all over the valley everywhere, right? And just to hear them talk and, and like everybody got their own personality, bro. Like it's amazing to see the youth in the next level. So I always look back like, yo, nobody talks to me how I'm talking to them. So I got to talk to them and tell them the real, you know what I mean? Because especially now they got social media, they could get stuck scrolling and then that just shortens their attention span. And then they're not even sharp anymore, like aware about their surroundings or nothing. So it's like, put down the phone when you walk in, when you walking back home, little shit, because it's like, this world is wicked. It bro. is, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's wicked like, as fuck. You never know. It's a yeah. black market for everything. <laughs> shit. You ain't lying, boy. You at all. Lying. At all. But, at uh, all, bro. Uh, besides that, man, what, are you doing anything like, you know, I know you're doing stuff with the content, but any like clothing brands that you're trying to kind of put out with Valley Muscle, you trying Man, to do something been, like that? I I've don't know. I've been trying to put some shit together, but it's like, it's kind of, it's not hard. It's just like, I kind of like, don't know if I got the right buzz yet to be selling merch, but I got you. But that was before I got the job at at the high school like now i know if i come up with some merch like i know the kids would buy it right but it's like now i need to i don't i don't have the access to graphic designers i don't know how to use that fiverr app to you know what i'm saying so yeah. if I, anybody can put me to race some motherfuckers that can you help can tell me you. graphics we got like a, that like yeah maybe i, I would brother, love I'll my just, brother be the one time one stop shop sometimes <laughs> okay that's something that i've always been i've been trying to do that shit for the longest you know what i'm saying but so I just got sponsored by C4 a couple months ago. That's right. I got a sponsor by a company named Bodycore. Sick, sick. I yeah, I saw some of those things that you had on your, on your co- profile. A company named Bro Kick Gym that sponsored some of the clothes that I'm wearing. Like they got some, they got some sh- dope ass little sweats and shit. Yeah, it's sick. <clears throat> but yeah. besides that, man, like I, I ain't really, I ain't trying to be. Too famous, like no, I, just, I feel I just, that. I just, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 the you. fame ain't, ain't ain't really necessarily for me. You're not after the fame. You you after the impact. Exactly. I like I like to say that because sometimes it's like right now everybody's trying to be an influencer, right? And I'm more about the impact, bro. Because it's like I know we got a podcast, and then somebody could look at me like a baby influencer. Man, you got something going here on here. But to me, it's like nah, fuck that. I can, I overcame an addiction myself with with, with painkillers and all that. So I, my That's my whole dope. mission now is like. Yo, I'm gonna use this as a platform to impact people and to kind of steer them away from the bullshit. That's dope. Because to me, I feel like it's like the environment sets you up almost. For sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Next thing you know, you find yourself doing shit that you like. Damn, why am I doing this shit? And sometimes just the culture you're in, the environment. All about you're in. the environment and where you come from and shit like that. Boy, I'm. T- it is de- very different. Zeroed in. You t- you gotta. That's dope, bro. Because I was. That's another thing we wish we were told at twenties. No nah, facts, man. Well, shit, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> shit, I, I will be honest with you, bro. I was a, a whore. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was like, no offense, ladies and shit like that. Like, I mean, I was always protected, but I was I was a whore in high school. You were doing Magic <laughs> like, Johnson, too. I, I was just, 
When I tell you, bro, not not the like, not the. No, I know what you mean. But that, you know, he was fucking around. He was getting around, around. But I was just like, shit. I was when I moved to the valley. For one, I I I was, I was a virgin for a long ass time, bro. Shut the fuck up, for real, dog. Like I was, I was four eleven in the ninth grade. For one, that's me too. I'm saying so. I was a short kid, so I I didn't necessarily know what the fuck I had. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Until. I got to like I think it was like my tenth grade, no my. You grew into yourself. Yeah, grew into myself. I think it was my eleventh grade summer, bro, and some shit just cracked off, and like I just fell into fell into place with the world. Track like, at that <laughs> like who I was supposed to be, and like I'm this football stud at Arlita, and all the females want me and shit like that. When I tell you, bro, I was like. I was definitely so you went through your shit now that you now arm cooling off that right now. Well, I'll take that back. Arlita, like. It was only a it was only a couple females that I can actually say I I I hit at Arlita, but allegedly, because allegedly, but I was really focused on football. Because one thing my pops always told me, <laughs> one thing my pops always told me, I love these. <laughs> Sorry, that was too good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my pops always taught me, man. You probably you ain't gonna ever know the female that you think that you're in love with in high school, man. Live your life. Fine. Yeah, true, you know I'm saying, true. live your life. So I was, I was guided the right way. All that wanting to be lovey dovey with one female in high school. But the thing is that there's a power in also saying no and turning it down and also being able to focus. And that's why I was oh, saying yeah. earlier. Like, I wish, you know, like we would have known that, you know, like For in sure. our in your 20s where it's like, yeah, it's there, but you have the power to say no. And then learning to say no and learning to focus on your things and prioritizing that is a whole different other ballgame. You know? shit. Yeah. Real shit. It's a trip, bro. Nah, Valley, man, we appreciate you having you, dog. It was dope. I'm glad we have people in common because now I'm going to go get a pump with you and Bruno at the gym, bro. <laughs> man, come fuck get, get, with me, bro. Some, Bruno, some... my boy. That's my dog. I'm That's crazy, him, yo. That's my boy. Yo, I seen his transformation. I met him through the, during the pandemic, and to see him, like, transform to the body he got now, it's got me going to the gym. He been now. I'm doing like, his shit, gotta... bro. Shit. He been doing his shit. and I'm He's wild. trying to bulk up. Cause he's always. I'm like one twenty, bro. It's, I'm like, it's I'm not. It's not easy. easy, but you gotta eat, bro. That's the hard part for me, you bro. I just eat, got no appetite. You, you, you exactly, know that, bro. Yeah, but I, I'm gonna tell you like this: if you can master your mind, because when you hit that, it's like, oh, I'm probably hungry, but I gotta hit this to to get hungry or right, to eat. right, right. Yeah. Now, once you hit it, you're not hungry no more. Exactly. You're still hungry. You're just telling yourself you're not. So eat. Mm. So just fucking eat. Master your mind. Stop letting that shit tell you you're not hungry. Facts. Thank you, bro. You know that's been my my number one enemy. I got sober off the pills and everything. Cause and I, I was, ain't gonna never tell you to stop doing that. And, like, I was, <laughs> and I was like, bro, because <laughs> I, I was on pills for like I like almost seven years, almost seven years. And like now that I'm sober, it's been I got sober during COVID and shit. So like I was thinking, damn, I, I got soaked up because my heaviest was like 135, almost 140 in high school playing ball for Van Nuys High School and shit. And then. I started popping pills and I felt like I just soaked up, right? Bro, it's all flab now and shit. I when it. I used to be a runner, bro, like my my leg, I could jump a little bit. I was like, <laughs> damn, what the fuck happened? But now I'm looking back and I'm like, yo. You can get it all back, It's the back, weed bro. now, man. I need to stop smoking weed. You can get it all back, bro. Nah, facts. You can get it all back, eat. but you just got to master your mental, bro. You got to master your mental because if you can master your mental and when you're telling yourself you're not hungry and just eat, like that's I, I carry these motherfuckers everywhere I go. I was about to say, what's in that sandwich, bro? Peanut butter and jelly. Oh, okay. 
It's just, quickest, quickest thing to make. Uh, so you, how many of those you eat a day? Shit. Like, when I first started working out, like, to gain weight, I started to eat. I would eat, like, four of these, five of these a day. Probably six. Just meal probably prep even, them already, ready to go. Shit, I'll leave to the gym and have four in the car. And because sometimes I, it takes me a couple hours to get home. So right. I don't always like buying shit to eat. Facts. So shit, I'm about to eat all these motherfucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I'll and I'll that, fuck bro. them up. Hey, what, what is like a full meal look like to you? Like <laughs> Shit, like, uh, like... Like, you know, breakfast. So I want to know. Let, let me tell, tell me breakfast first. Let me start, start with breakfast. Start with breakfast? Okay, like, so I wake up, my protein shake. Got it. And... uh and anything from like eggs, turkey, bacon, and like hash browns and some toast. Uh, clip it, clip, clip it. This guy, we're gonna definitely <laughs> clip this one here, huh? Keep on going, uh huh. A little egg and toast, and and um. So after that, I'll come. I'll go to the gym. Come home. I'll take another shake, and I'll probably eat another sandwich or if there's some leftovers from the night before from whatever dinner was or stuff like that, and then I'll make dinner. Dinner could be anything from I don't eat red meat or pork. That's a no-no for me now. I don't eat that. I was married to a Hispanic, so I don't eat red meat or pork at, at all. You don't so, eat red meat or pork? No. Because you were married to a Hispanic. I was eating that shit too much. And then oh, I, I was remember I was telling you guys in the beginning, I was going to in and out every night after my workouts. Right. I was feeling groggish and shit like that. And I'm a person that wakes up early as fuck. I can be off for three hours of sleep. Interesting. And I love to wake up early. Like, so just, does the red meat affect that or what? That shit, that shit keeps you heavy. Mm. Like, so now I got... See, it, so I, I love red meat. Though. Me too. Is that because I'm Hispanic? Though? <laughs> Shit, yeah. we're raised on it. You know that, 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 that asada, yeah, bro. Tacos at night. Hold on, let me show the curveball though. But my wife's black, like she's oh, white black. That. So it's like it's I like she, I've made her cook me that. You know what I'm saying? But she, if she was up to her, but shit, I was the cooking my family. So that means shit. That's what I'm. And I was cooking the shit. I was cooking the shit. The shit for her family was making. Like so, let's be real. I'm saying. So no, don't get it. Right. Fucked up, but I, I mean, but it's like just now, like bro, I just feel like I'm living a healthier lifestyle. Like, so that's a little and, and like, no, cutting shit. that out. I don't eat pork, but the, yeah. the red meat yeah. for sure. I, I don't gotta. have a craving because I'm not even shit. It wasn't even pork; it was bacon. Got you. I yeah. don't have a craving for none of that shit. One day I just woke up and it was cold turkey off the shit. I don't. So eat, you don't eat In and Out now? I don't eat In and Out. If I go to In and Out, bro, I'm gonna get some fries and a grilled cheese. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Extra, extra spread. That's it. Like, I and some lettuce and tomatoes. That's it, bro. Damn. I'm not fucking with red meat or pork. So, then, so it's a lot of chicken breast on here. Chicken breast, turkey. Of, that's dinner for dinner. I promise you, bro, I'm really damn near wanting to go vegan, bro. A lot of the shit that I'm be seeing online about them, they just gave a company the rights to sell... Uh, artificial meat artificial, artificial, meat. artificial chicken artificial like man, oh, man, wow. man made chicken that ain't just a cell made chicken like right. I'm not mm-hmm. into that bro like so they're gonna answer the question what came first the chicken or the egg exactly shit so it's like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool off that but so like for dinner I would probably eat like so last week I was been eating sweet potatoes but I, I do it a different way like I don't I don't have like you know, most people, I can't do butter, I can't do this or do that. So, like, I'll, the sweet potatoes, I cut them up in thin slices, layer, uh, butter the bottom, put a layer across the bottom, and then I'll put brown sugar and pepper, and then I'll keep going. Like, but it, the butter stops until I get all the way to the top. And so, I'll you would like, like, kind of have like a lasagna, like you were lasagna yeah, type, type Yeah, way. so it's like a little, little casserole, if you say. And then I'll make some smothered chicken, you know what I'm saying? Grill some chicken and put it in some gravy and smother it on the, on the grill. And then I'll probably do some Brussels sprouts or some zucchini or what, some squash or anything like yellow or green squash. Maybe something like that. So, so, so once you let go of the red meat, you, you feel like you left, you, you lost that grogginess, that heaviness. 
Um, and then would you say you got leaner? Did you get bigger? What happened? What was the the media well, effect? I'll be you say? You, bro, that's that's funny you asked that because I've I've been going back and forth between like one eighty five, one eighty, and one seventies, one seventy five. The last two three months, well, not even two three months, but like the last two years, and it's like I still look the same size at every like aspect like yeah some yeah. people right now i'm at 175 bro i just got asked two days ago like bro what is your what what, what do you weigh but you look bigger My, right motherfuckers think i look like 190 195 and right. shit like that so it's like yeah. I, I don't genetics I don't, at the end exactly, of the day exactly it's yeah. the black man's genetics and i don't wake up to, oh i gotta eat this today i, I don't i don't count shit no no I you don't, don't do your macros you know that. what the fuck yeah. <laughs> huh? He said, "What the fuck, bro? I don't do. I don't do all that." Bo- all he looks at him, he's like, "Genetic." Do you like, eat fruits, though? I love fruit. Oh, okay. it ain't a fruit. You didn't mention it. Well, like, I love no, but I, you ask them kids that I. You about coach. to say what the fuck, man? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> you ask the kids that I coach, though, bro. They tell you I'll be on the football field, bro, with the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or fruit, strawberries, bananas. bananas uh, Peaches, zucchini. I mean, not zucchini. Uh, uh, kiwi, uh, watermelon. Like all, I I don't. Only thing I do not like is like bland ass fucking fruit. Like, what's that? What's that? Um, for one, dragon fruit is terrible. It looks pretty as fuck, but that shit is terrible. <laughs> dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. Oh, dragon fruit. That's and the red it's, one. And then it's that. It's and a, it looks white inside. It's right, a. Yeah. It's a. Uh, <laughs> it's a. It's a fucking fruit that the Hispanic. Lady sales in the little fucking mangoes. Nope, not they're, they're white. They Mamones. No, he's white? talking about like, hikama. hikama. Oh that's, my, that's not a fruit though. It's a root. It's a, oh my no god. So like, yeah, it's a root. That's okay. why it's bland. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what it's a that. root. Yeah. Somebody it's told me it was season. a fucking fruit. <laughs> no, they, somebody told me that shit it, was a fruit. They get it from the ground. It's a it's a root. It's okay, yeah, so yeah, that, that's why it's bland. That's why you got to add tahini, lemon sugar. Give us some All types of shit to that shit. Yeah. But besides that, man, it's... I, I, the, I reason, the reason why I was I asked that question, though, too, is because you say you want to also... You, you damn near go vegan, you said. Uh, and the reason I asked that is because there's there's been people that sometimes say, like, that that type of diet combined with, like, building mass doesn't work sometimes. I don't I, care about building mass. I don't care about looking good. Uh, so that I ain't trying. To, I'm not one of the people. I, did, did, did you just heard what I said? I don't give a fuck about getting on that stage. I'm not. No, I feel you. Not even like that. No, it's like that, bro. We, we, a I, dog. But, Your whole dog. conversation okay, is but, over. But look, I'm a, I, so so better yet. I got a, I got a homie that's played in the NFL. My boy played for the Broncos. Ooh, bar. Who was he? My boy Omar Bolden. Omar Bolden. He lives out here in the valley. I know he's I know. a Broncos yeah, fan. Yeah. You know he wants you to get him on so the podcast. Yeah, bro. So watch this. Uh, it's just, uh, I'll tell you how I know him. So afterwards. you know he's vegan, right? Yeah, fully vegan. Yes. Do you know his body? Do you know what he weighs? Three hundred pounds? No, he's like, not. He's like two something though. Like two seventy two. Two, two, two. At least two two hundred solid. Yeah. Well, they say gorillas only eat green stuff, right? Yeah. Nah, this dude. He was a he was a, a DB for the Broncos back in the day. Yeah. I think he he went, he was part of the championship squad. I believe. Sheesh. I mean, his body. I'm not crazy, mistaken, bro. Yeah, because there's, there's been a documentary. See, that's where like I want to get to your. You're like in your final four. You're in your Super Saiyan final form of Valley, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that terminology. That was dope. You know what I'm saying? Because we're nineties babies. And bro. it's like, funny you know that saying? that. And I started when I first when I first started off. That's one thing I was telling people at first. Like I still ain't even reached my my final cell form yet. Ooh. <laughs> what about now? Like, are like, you like I feel like I've kind of borderline reached it, but haven't because like. 
it's it's been a point over the last couple months that I ain't like backslid and not been going as hard, but I definitely ain't been going as hard as when I first started. Cause it's like, you don't get complacent or get content, but you like, if I ain't working out with the gang today, fuck it. Like I just take it, take a a light workout or anything like that. But like every day is gym day. Every day is a gym day. You know, except for Sundays, I'm at I'm at the house watching football with my family. So that's the only day off. Oh yeah. Okay. That's his rest day. That's his rest day. Only day off, bro. And it was to be honest with you, bro. When I first started this shit. I'm a Saints fan. You know what I'm saying? Hey, who that <laughs> nation? Let's go. I'm a Saints <laughs> fan. Hey, exactly. Yes, sir. That Saints year was a hell of a so year, So look, bro. so... Man, that bounty game shit. So fuck y'all. So fuck y'all with team, that bounty shit. If my team ain't on or not playing... I'm going to be at the gym on a Sunday. See, Byron would have loved that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a Saints fan as well. You know what I'm saying? So real shit, bro. That's like, dope, bro. Nah, mm-hmm. Valley, appreciate you having you, bro. Thanks, Valley yeah, Muscle with two wise. Man, y'all need to come <laughs> fuck with my boys over at New Life Barbershop over here oh, in Encino. Thank you. Feel me right here in Ventura Boulevard. They got a nice ass little <laughs> view of the liquor store right <laughs> here. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful, man. Y'all need yeah. to come check my man's out, man. Yeah, I get y'all right. That, one, thing, yeah. one thing before you go, man, uh, it's a quick, quick comment that you said that you want to pass the torch on to, to, to like your fellow students so you, you can keep the memory going. The things that you're doing right now, bro, let me tell you, you're not, you're not just going to impact just this state, bro. You're going to impact more states. And you're probably going to go worldwide. Because of the motivation that you're giving out to people, bro, you're going to make an impact. I appreciate that, bro. I promise you that, bro. Real shit. I appreciate now you got that, that good energy for real, yeah. man. Nah, but I love hearing that, bro, because I swear I've been hearing that. I went to the Gymshark. I don't want to keep, keep it going, but I went no, to the Gymshark event this weekend, bro, and it's like... I kept hearing that from everybody I was running into, but your energy is radiant, your energy, your energy, your energy. And it's like one thing I was, I'm big on. Like I, like I said, I learned a lot about myself and I was always this angry person, like dealing with my life. Like I felt like, cause I didn't have my dad in my life. Even when I had my stepdad, right, right. that wasn't my dad, even though he did everything he could to teach me to be a man. But it's like, that wasn't my dad. And right. I, so it was like in my own mind, in my own life, dealing with what I was dealing with as a kid, I wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm just now understanding how to actually shine in my own light. You right. know what I'm saying? So and you're embracing exactly. it. Exactly. I don't walk around with this frown, mean mugging motherfuckers, bro. When I, people see me, they're like, bro, this dude, he always has a fucking smile on his right, face. Right, right. Because that's, that's, that's what I want a person to remember me by, that's bro. That's right. Yeah. Amen. You're living in your purpose now, Real bro. Shit, yeah. living in my purpose. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Appreciate you, bro. You so much. Yeah, bro. For sure, bro. Peace out.